0: So, there's this uncomfortable truth, which is that the things you spend your time on are the things you get good at. And then the things you get good at are the things you spend your time on. And around and around that cycle goes. I see this with people who want to take their spoon carving up a notch, and the biggest piece of advice I can tell them is to simply do it every day. Spoon carving, because of its nature, is inherently uh, deliberate practice. It's very hard to kind of, I don't know, carve a spoon in a way that doesn't help you improve because of the way that you are trying to make each cut as good as you can. It's not like... I don't know. It's not like exercising where you can go to the gym and dork around and not actually push yourself. I think because of the nature of spoon carving, you tend to push yourself each time. Um, but the fact is that if you want to get better at something, you have to put in the hours. And sometimes they're uncomfortable hours. Sometimes uh, sometimes it's hard hours. And I was thinking about this yesterday as I was pushing myself through some axing at the end of the day, that it's in some ways the fact that I'm pushing myself through that work means that the next time, well, it means two things. The next time I face it, I'll know that I can do it. And more importantly, my understanding of what is doable and what is manageable and what's just not a big deal changes from doing that work. And this is true no matter where you are with your spoon carving, that the threshold of what you consider possible and what you consider normal changes over time, but it only changes if you do the work. So... The trick then is to figure out a structure in your life that encourages you to do the work so that you don't have to uh, make a decision every time you're going to do it or make a decision about every time that you're going to do it. So I've seen people do this in numerous ways. Some people... Um, it, Let's start with me. I did this by basically giving myself an economic incentive to carve because it was about the money and because we needed money. I figured out how to make it work as a business so that I was given air cover in my day, I guess you could call it, to spend my time doing this, right? If it hadn't been something I was making money from, uh, it would be much harder to justify spending my time doing it because we need the money. Um, And as I've earned more money from it, it becomes easier and easier to justify until it just becomes what I do. But that was not always the case. Three years ago, I definitely was having to figure out that, that switch in my head and in sort of our family dynamics so that I could spend the time doing it. Other people deliberately set up their lives so that they're itinerant or have extremely low costs of living. Um, whether that's living in a, a house bus or, a, or a converting a van or um, camping or crashing on people's couches or just having that be what they do. That gives them the space in their life to do this thing. Uh, for other people, it's spending money to go to events, right? Where you spend several hundred dollars to go to, uh, you know, one of those big spoon carving events, <clears throat> and that expenditure pushes you to make use of that outlay, and that's a big way that people do it also. Whatever it is that works for you you got to find a way to put in the hours and ideally it it works better in what I've seen to pace yourself and to try and figure out how to make it some sort of daily practice. But there does need to be some sort of trajectory. I think that if all you're trying to do is do it for an hour a day, it will eventually slip. So I think it doesn't need to be a steep trajectory, but I think people continue things that have a an increasing trajectory in terms of the amount of time and energy they're spending on it. And they tend to let things fall away that have a decreasing amount of time and energy spent on it, right? You can see this with exercise in your life. You can see this with playing a musical instrument. There are very few things that just kind of bump along at the same level. And usually things that do bump along at the same level bump along for biological reasons. Like I'm thinking of sort of the level of exercise I get on a daily basis Stays at a, at a certain level largely because I have dogs that I walk. <clears throat> so you either need the external reason for something to be continuing or you need it to be slowly increasing over time. Otherwise it will decrease over time because change is the one thing that's for sure. So let's say for a minute that you want it to increase over time, but you're worried about it taking over your life. You feel like there's no way you can see spoon carving uh, being something that you do for a living. And you just want to have it become... You want it to be a part of your life, but you don't want it to go away. It seems like there's a way in which... The trajectory doesn't have to just be in the number of hours that you that you spend. That's one trajectory, but you're, there can be a trajectory of deepening connection as you gain skill, and I think that's another trajectory. So I think it is relatively possible, to keep spoon carving as something that you do a little bit each day or several times a week if there is an increasing trajectory of skill and understanding and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Excuse me, like revelations about the process. And I think as long as that kind of education and development is going on, that's sufficient to keep you going at that level. Um, so, just something to think about. Ultimately, you'll need to find a way to have there be a time commitment, and there's no shortcut around that, and there's, there are certainly shortcuts to getting good, right, I can teach somebody so many things that I had to learn through trial and error, but there is no substitute in the end for not just putting in the time but creating an ongoing framework of how something fits into your life. So go and get it if you want it.